All my monsters are willing and able. They lie on the table and ready to receive. Open my eyes, it's a shock to the system. The doctors who listen don't cure my disease. Hello and welcome to another episode of Jen and Her Jammies with me, Marvin Schneider, and the amazing Dashian. Oh, okay, you're amazing too, Jen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't oh, think Marvin. that was going to go to... Sorry? Marvin's in the doghouse, people. <laughs> yeah, go Tell on. Tell what you did. Tell <laughs> what you did. I kept you waiting for a minute or two. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So here's the scenario, people. He doesn't care about it, but okay. So it's a lot of it's a lot more work. He's just has to like roll out of bed, wash off his face, and do a few things, and be ready. I have to like, I have to like do this deep meditation. Well, for me, it's a deep meditation. I have to like, like cleanse, shower, whatever. Do the hair, do the face, do the thing. Get the bears ready and whatever. Decide the topic. All this. And so he says, oh, I'm ready for you. And, and so we're ready to record. So I said, I, I still need some time. It's really, you guys are lucky in Australia. You don't have to deal with humidity because humidity is really bad. And it's like, it makes me really angry. So we have a lot of humidity over here right now. So I'm trying to get ready. I'm trying to get ready. And I don't want to make him wait because it's rude to make people wait, especially when you tell them that you're ready and everything. And so, so I come on with my hair wet and everything, and I say, okay, I'm here. And what did you say? I said, just give me a couple of minutes. I've got to pay some bills. Yeah, and then it wasn't a couple of minutes. It's like six minutes <laughs> and then longer and stuff. And then I'm just like, like, because he doesn't realize, Marvin, Marvin, there's energy. It's, it's energy work and stuff. This is energy work, Marvin. <laughs> but you know, I'm, you know me, I'm fastidiously on time. But, but then that's why you would be mad. That's why you should be annoyed at yourself. And then when I, then when I'm not a, like, like a lap dog happy and stuff, he goes, <laughs> oh, you're so angry. You're giving me the death stare. So, <laughs> no, I know what a death stare is. A death stare I use on, on, no, you and don't. I wouldn't give you a death stare. Yeah. And so, and then he goes, there's nothing I can do about it. Nothing. Nothing I can do. Well, you could apologize and not do it again, because last time you did it, you knew what was going to happen, and it did. Oh, dear. So funny. All right, so I'll apologize on air. I'm sorry, Jen. No, 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 <laughs> Come no. On. Show them what I got. Do the flick of the eyes, like, I'm sorry. I can't do anything about it. Like, you want to kill me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, people, the um, the joys of interacting with a dynamic healer. Look at his laughing at me. Of course, I'm. What else can I do? Even Darshan was annoyed. He just flopped back and he says, "What the freak?" And he doesn't use that language very much. No. Anyway, so you didn't like my intro, you know, the amazing Darshan. Oh, you're pretty amazing too. Yeah, I think you were just poking a bear and stuff. <laughs> well, I think you can feel like this. I'm trying to contain this. This rage and the kundalini energy right now, and I'm trying to bat it down. It's like the wrath of 
a female energy all over the world and you're like just poking a bear trying to let it like come <laughs> out and target you or something. There you go. Yin and yang. <laughs> oh dear. So, take a deep breath. All good? <laughs> yeah? I'm okay. Okay, cool. Whew. Pretty glad to see you. <laughs> Come on, Dash, and help me out here. This is <laughs> getting beaten up. <laughs> Was it worth it, Mark? Was it really worth it? <laughs> Was it really worth it? No, next time I'll um, no, keep, keep my bills last... on hold. Mm-mm. You said that last time. Come on, but the last time must have been like sort of six months ago. <laughs> it's not as if I do it all the time. It was two months and three weeks ago. Oh, you're kidding. You kept the, <laughs> you kept the date. I remember everything, Marvin. Apparently you do. Anyway. I just made that up. Sorry? I don't, I just made that up. Yes, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Darshan, come on, give us some of that. Oh, look at that smile. Oh, he's he's very teethy, toothy today. His teeth are all showing. Mm. Anyway, what's been going on? Oh, I can say something. So it's been almost a week since we've recorded. And a lot of people are sort of, you know, getting a bit anxious that we're not putting these things up as regularly as we were last time. But anyway, it's just... That's on Marvin, people. <laughs> yeah. Go on, throw me under the bus again. I'm, I'm throwing, I'm throwing. That was a high it's pitch. Like, <laughs> here. <laughs> um, anyway, we've just got so many things going on. It's um, a, bit, a bit intense to keep on top of it all. But anyway, here we are. We're going to record one, put it out. Um, what's happened in the last, it's been almost a week, not quite a week, but almost a week since we recorded. So what's been happening? Actually, no, it might've been a week since we've recorded. I think it is. Um, anyway, so we did our big, uh, second workshop on last Sunday, Sunday, the, can't remember what the date was, sixth, I think. Pretty pretty amazing don't you think the workshop yeah I think what I think everything we do is amazing it's intense too <laughs> certainly it is uh, um, very interesting group dynamic and um, a good group of people so pretty pretty powerful so the last one was on rewriting your soul contract um, people got lots of homework so hopefully those that were participating are going through their homework sheets the worksheets well, I know Dennis is tell them what the interesting stuff is well you tell them okay so so you know we're just poor bastards and the adepts are stringing us along in a way because we're just doing what we're told by whatever and um, so so what we asked people to like get to the workshop a little bit early so they can figure out their technology because people are like me they don't know their technology and so it gets a lot to get people to mute and unmute and everything so we're waiting it's it's 17 minutes before 
um, was to start, and I get a phone call from a, cele a celebrity friend. Let me see. Yep, same one. She's a pain in my ass. <laughs> Anyways, what? yes, don't say the name of it. Cause no, I no, 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 but she's not really a pain in the ass. She's a friend. No, of she's, she's a good friend of mine. We're like sisters and stuff. So she called me 17 minutes before I was supposed to do the workshop. Let me just tell her. Hello? I can't. I'm recording Jen in my jammies. I, I'm, I'm recording Jen in my jammies. I gotta go. You have the worst timing. Is so so freaky. I so so, but but last time we um, lots of people were coming on to the uh, Zoom call early, right, to check out their technology, and we're just bantering, right. So literally five minutes before the hour when we're starting, meant to be starting. No, no, no. There was a, no, no. There were two calls from two. That. The gotcha. first one was seventeen minutes before, and they said. But they but, were hang, but hang on, whoa. whoa. A lot of people were already on the call. That's the yeah. important thing. We were yeah. already live. Yeah. So, so, um, so they called 17 minutes before the call, and they said our dog just must have gotten eaten by coyotes because they um, they hike in the um, yeah. the the mount, mountains of L.A. And they said, you know, he never gets lost. He never gets lost. We called him, and I didn't know he was missing for an hour. And I go, relax. He's not lost. I'll, I, you know, because I do this thing where I do an energetic release on the animal, knock them out of primal mode, and then they go back and they know where they're supposed to be, right? So yeah. I said, he's not, he's not eaten. He's fine. He'll find you. Call, let me know, you know. So five minutes before we're supposed to go on air, they call back and they said, yep, we got him. Thank you. But they were like, they were missing him and stuff. And what happened was he was waiting where they lost them because... He got knocked back out of primal mode, and he was just waiting where, where he found we're waiting, him last. We're waiting. Yep. And so what <laughs> happens is they were so frantic that he would be eaten by a coyote that they, they knocked him. That he, he responded to that fear, and so he reacted to that, and then he's knocked worse into primal fear. So when I calm them down and calm him down, then they can just automatically be reunited. So what was interesting for the people on the workshop, they got to like um, witness this real time and how easy it is to do that for people. Well, for me it's easy, but it's easy to teach as well. So, so that was one thing. And then on the session, we had kind of like this, this person who was having like, she wasn't on the first workshop, she hadn't had much work with me, and she, it was literally an exorcism. And so during the, the workshop, we did a literal exorcism during the workshop, and they saw how to handle unruly people like that, and how it's different. It's it's different than what you would think it is, and how to handle them. You handle them very directly and address the issues instead of just being polite and 
because you wanted to just do that. You wanted you wanted to mute everybody and say nobody can talk because we're having an issue here. I yep. said, Marvin, put everybody off mute except for that one person. They're the only problem. So yep. and then we So to be fair, that one person was the energy work was really intense in that dynamic. So it's possible that that person was just you know, overwhelmed in the energy work. But yes, it, quite literally, you were multitasking, right? So here we are, we're going through one of the exercises, right? So these workshops last for three, three hours thereabouts. And we've got, you know, various, it's, it's all very well structured. We were doing these exercises, doing a bunch of taps. And so you were, you were calling out the taps. And then while I, while I and the rest of the participants were responding and doing the taps, you were then sort of doing the exorcism in real time. So you're doing three things in real time. You were, oh. hol you were holding the group dynamic, you were facilitating the exercise, which is what we were doing, and in parallel you're doing this exorcism. And it was just pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, but there was more too, because yeah. when, when that person is around other people, I had to keep keep that yes. energy from so it was a protection for all those people you don't usually do you know get to witness one of these things so so everyone had to be like shielded from that and um and so like in in the workshop we're doing next weekend i'm going to teach people how to like be more savvy and stuff because you can't really at the level of dynamic energy work that's happening these days you can't really just be polite and worry about, you know, how people are going to react to, to, to the social niceties, right? That's true. And I think that's um, a couple of observations, having worked with you now for, what, 10 months? Did we kind of calculate that correctly? 10 months and a few days. Um, all right. So here's the six thing. Six days. Ten six months, days. months and six days. All right. Thanks for that. Okay. So your best work is done when there is a distinct... Um, client you know facilitator relationship no, right no. <laughs> my best work is done all the time yeah I i'm know. always doing my best work good i'm never off you know good that <laughs> you know sorry. When I'm you, sorry you're missing the point of what i was going to say if you, I, I don't know oh. if you want me to finish or not yes i do i'm sorry okay. cool so when you when there is a distinct um client facilitator relationship you do because you can address the issues quite front on, right? And because you, you, you know, you're not in friends mode, you're definitely in, in sort of client mode. Um, but I have seen other instances when, you know, when it sort of starts not on a, on a client type relationship and then it becomes difficult to hold that space. That's the point that I was gonna make. What do you mean, um, how does it start and it becomes difficult to hold? You mean when I'm, I, I lend them a little bit of professional courtesy. Um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but if you'll if you realize the people that I let, it's usually um, the people that I do that with are usually spoiled brats. That's right. So you start off doing them a favor, and then they take advantage of that. And then when you do, then do what you need to do. They kind of go, Ooh, yeah. And, and what do they do? They try to throw me under the bus. That's right. Remember? Okay, so, oh. so so that's the point that I wanted to make. Yeah. So, and and that actually, I kind of wanted to talk about the nice syndrome. 
Yeah, because that's the topic of today's podcast, actually. Well, I don't know. You wanted to do the other one, and this one was the one that came through. So are we calling this uh, the nice syndrome or being nice? Yeah, I think so. The nice syndrome. Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I just need to know what the title of the thing is because I need to... Well, if you notice, I'm talking to you now. I know. It's easy to get the title when I'm talking to you. Okay. You know what was really funny about, like like um being mad at you today right before because i was like in a bad mood like i can't stand humidity and i can't get my hair dry and it's like i'm just you know raging inside and then i'm sitting down waiting for you and i'm thinking wow i feel better just knowing i'm going to talk to marvin it feels so good because i can just calm my energy and it's like i always feel better when i'm talking to marvin and then you then you give me that message (laughs) Hang on there, I'm, I'm doing my own thing and I don't give a shit about our... Well, you you got to understand that it gets skewed in my mind. Not in, not even in my mind, in my energy, because when, when I'm reacting that way on such a primal level, things are not in the linear and stuff, and it's like everything is acerbated and everything. So it's, it's not rational. No, of course it's not rational reacting over six little minutes, right? Of course, we both agree to that. Oh, good. I'm glad we do agree that. Look, okay, he's still using this to make points. No, not at all. So, um, wow, <laughs> this is this is a really testy recording. It's going to be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it, it would be better if you didn't laugh at me the whole time. <laughs> Look, so so here's in in my defence. What else can I possibly do? other than laugh at you to diffuse Say the you're energy. Sorry. <laughs> well, I already did. No, you didn't. No, this is his apology. Well, I can't do anything about it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just a one person and stuff, and you're, you're uh, I, can't, I can't help myself. And it's like, what do you want to do now? What do you want to do? I'm not going to record if you're just giving me the death scare. That was so <laughs> Okay. But, so laughing at it is a... Um, I think a reasonably good way of diffusing the energy. The, wow, well, uh, it's glad clearly it tangled energy. <laughs> okay, so today's topic is the nice syndrome. <laughs> Do we have anything to say about this syndrome? Do and you? and by, well, no, I don't because it was your topic. <laughs> <laughs> so what, look, what's what's the catalyst? <laughs> excuse me, what's the catalyst of the topic? Why why did you pick this one? Because it's it's really fundamentally important. I had I have had people in my life that that their whole shtick was to be nice. So I would have like this friend or sister or whatever they used to hang out with, and she would go, "Hi, good morning, good morning, how are you?" What to people who were walking by, right? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? And then if they didn't respond to her, she she'd turn to me and say, "Oh, what a nasty." But whatever, basically, what a nasty bitch! They didn't react to me, so she wasn't actually being that nice. If it's not to the core, right? She, mm-hmm. she was being fed off of of being nice. So, so I've noticed that people who are really nice, who show up really nice, are going to be the same ones who are going to be ruthless and try to, you know, take you down down the road. Um. Yeah, and it's almost like society teaches it, like in churches and in governments, we're all trained to just be nice. But that's like 
leveling out at the other side of the polarity that's only one polarity so it would be much more healthy for society if you embraced your um you know your foibles or whatever and tried to address them instead of pretending they don't exist like like people who pretend to be like devout you know pure pure as the driven snow and you know they're like porn addicts or something you know what i mean and they're the same that's mm -hmm. kind of thing the drastic hmm. okay there's a lot of pressure if you need to stay nice it's too much pressure on the energy system um so i've got a couple of things to say in response to that um one is that it reminds me a little bit about lying um so i suck at lying and the reason why i suck at lying is because i can't it's it's too much energy to keep the lie up right so you know when you sort of tell a lie or even a white lie and then you know you need to repeat it and then you know it has a tendency to take on a life of its own and i just don't have the energy and the you know um, you know, the interest in keeping on top of, you know, the layers upon layers of BS. And so well, I, I suck at it. But you even, you even suck at withholding <laughs> the truth and stuff. Cause I can, like, I can tell like, like when you're tired or when you're annoyed at me or when you're impatient or whatever, and you can think you're like, you're so polite and everything. And so and I'll just say, Myron, just admit it. You, you, you don't want to listen to this. This is boring and stuff. And you say, that's not fair. It's not fair that you can read my mind. <laughs> but you're just very transparent. Yep. I certainly am. Um, so I suck at lying. In the, in, but I do kind of tend to say what's on my mind, which is also somewhat problematic from time to time. Um, so, yeah, so it seems to me that it's a, this, the being nice syndrome. It's a lot of effort to be nice, and it sort of you know burns up a lot of effort and energy for those that try to kind of maintain it and this is it's this false facade i think that's where you're getting at when you when you you know when you have this nice syndrome and it it's a false facade because underneath it you know it's not that nice i think that's where you're going is that well right? actually if so i've actually studied nice people who were nice and i realized the nicer the person is what do they have to hide and okay. it's like in society, in the society where you're just in a performance level, yep. it's easy to get away with. But at the core, if they're denying, they're denying rich layers of their own history and stuff and things that they should probably address. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Did you know what I used to do? Whenever I went to a new job or a new place to work or a new school, I would pick the most disagreeable person, mm -hmm. like the one that everyone else targeted and they didn't like because they were like, they didn't have the social skills to like be likable. Mm -hmm. I find, found them so refreshing. They were mm -hmm. like real and I, I, I really gravitated to the real people. Interestingly, so did I. So I would always befriend the odd ball. Hey, can you change the <laughs> words a little bit? <laughs> I'm talking about when I was growing up. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, this is a testy record, Jesus. Well, you you told me once that you used to like like the weirdest people and that I was the yeah. weirdest person you've ever met. You did tell me that. 
Rain, do you have to tell the listener everything? <laughs> All you had to do was God. say you were sorry. <laughs> and you would have been scot free. I'm sorry, <laughs> God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I have to drag it out and punish you. <laughs> Man, no, I mean, what a punishment it is. No, right. it's fine. fine. Okay, being nice. Um. Now, the other interesting thing is uh, culturally in Oz, um, we do have culturally a bit of a propensity to talk to strangers. So you're on a bus, you're on a train. Um, We have a bit of a tendency to talk to strangers. Um, But interestingly, that as a cultural trait seems to be waning. And I'm not sure... I'm not... mm, I'm not sure why. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to speculate. One reason why is we've got a very high migration rate, so there's a fairly mm-hmm. large proportion of our population which are at least um, recent migrants, if not first generation. And so um, though that sort of cultural glue seems to be sort of unbinding a little bit. So I think there's that. And I was the other thought that came to mind is I wonder if there is going to be a post-pandemic kind of keep to yourself. I think people are becoming a little bit more isolating and isolated in their attitudes. Really? Because I'm the opposite. I was sitting outside and there was a couple walking by and, and we don't particularly talk and stuff. And I'm like waving at them like, people, people. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you? So I think it depends on your point of view. I think people enjoy other people. Yeah, so, and then the other thing I was going to say is not all the time, but quite often when I do go to the supermarket and I'm buying essential groceries because we're still in a pandemic and by and large people are still not going out gratuitously. Um, So when I'm at the supermarket and I'm sort of at the deli, you know, I'll always ask the person behind the counter, you know, are you well? And, you know, they'll generally say yes or, you know, yes, but and whatever. And then we'll have a bit of an interaction. And um, so I think that's, I mean, that's just something I do. But there you go. It's very nice for you to do that. Yeah. So, okay. So... I think what you're saying is that um, this nice syndrome, when it's this facade, it's you're losing the opportunity to, or you're using the facade to paint over some sort of core issues, and you, you'd be better served to, you know, address the core issues, have the experience, bring it to the surface, yeah. deal with it, release it, and then you can spiritually grow. I think that's predominantly your point. And it's not, it's not everyone who's nice. It's just this, this certain. It's this desperation to be nice, or being okay. perceived as being nice. So that's the, that's the difference. Some people are just naturally themselves and give to humanity, and and they are good to the core. But then there's a desperation who who needs people to think they're okay. Important. Yeah. Very good. What else do you want to say on? Oh, oh! I gotta tell people about this cool cream that I have. Not cream, this spray. It's aura smudge. Right. So what's really interesting about this is because, you know, the energy work I do is like, and I didn't think anything of it. It smells really good, right? Well, I don't know. I don't have smell of vision. I was asking Dash again. Oh, cool. No, but it smells right. Well, you wouldn't assume that they'd put something rancid smelling in and selling it, right? 
Maybe. Alright, you're just being difficult now to punish no. me black. No. <laughs> Alright, well anyways, so what's interesting about this spray is after I do a session yeah. and I use a spray, it smells like urine. Yeah. I just thought that was really fascinating that you can actually, and so it must be doing something because it's dissipating the, um, the energies that that I'm moving through. Look, there's definitely, uh, I don't think there's any denying the impact of the energy work on you and your body. And, and when you then have a bath and you know, all of that energy, you know, just dissipates and discolors the, you know, the, the bath water. And yeah. Can we not give the people a visual of me in the bath, though? <laughs> some, of our, some of our listeners are very visual, and I don't <laughs> want to be in the bath of their visuals. So, <laughs> getting back to the point that I'm trying to make, <laughs> there's no denying the, the impact and the intensity of the energy work. Um, and then, just uh, interestingly, after the last uh, workshop, the... Uh, rewriting your soul contract workshop that was a pretty that was right up there oh do you know i i literally i'm gonna i'm gonna speculate i slept for about 15 or 16 hours straight and then for the better part of this week i've been just yeah um wiped so so, so after we do one of those things i have to go soak or else it's like my body's agitated it's like restless leg syndrome for my whole body Right. And it was like really agitated and everything. Not like you saw today, today me agitated, but something like that. And oh, so a I, <laughs> I just don't want to poke me soon. <laughs> so, so after that soak, I use these minerals that draw out the toxins and stuff. And it's yeah. like I put my feet in, and there's just rust coming out of there. There's orange and green. It comes out of the lymphatic system, the bile system, and it just, yeah. I want to like document that sometime because it's just like, I put yeah. my foot in and it's just cloudy, dirty mm. water comes out. I wonder if you could take a before and after photo. I did, remember I did that, and I just showed my feet in it, but we didn't keep yeah. it because we didn't, the problem is I don't want to, I don't want to, um, like, I have this thing where I don't like people to take pictures of other people who are suffering in the hospital. Why are yep. you going to hold them in that level of consciousness? That's yep. why the Native Americans didn't want you to take pictures of them. They didn't gotcha. want to be trapped. That's a way to trap a soul. And so, so anyways, so I don't want to like do that same thing with, with something with, and that's why I showed you the water and then I, we, we. Okay. Fair enough. But I don't know. I just. You know how I get like, like, like I get like really intuitive and like, like pay attention like two, two steps ahead or two steps behind and stuff and make sure that everyone's protected, everyone's getting their needs met, everyone's safe and, and it's like a lot of work sometimes, Marvin. No, no shit. <laughs> well, we've got an expression here, no shit Sherlock. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we've heard of people that. People in we North America have that one. Colloquialisms too. <laughs> Well, sure, oh, Sherlock Holmes wasn't American, but I'm sure America would want to claim him as their own. They might. Very good. Thank you oh. for. Did you? Did you? Did you? Um, did you? Um, 
what's the expression? Are you unscathed? Did you do okay with the wrath of John on you? We'll let the audience determine that no, comment they're gonna, below. They're going to defend you. No, generally, generally they're in your your camp. They used to be, but they know they know how you're helping with everything, and like the whole gender jammies is your your baby. You know, you dreamed it. And, and now you're. No, I did editing, have the dream of it. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're editing all the books, and you're like, he's got people. He's got me working around the clock, creating more tabs and more scenarios and more understanding of what we've already put out there. So, he's 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 working hard for you guys, people. Thank you. All right, great episode. Thank you. Uh, I'll I'll have to recover from this one, but <laughs> thank you, Jen. Yeah, Thanks. you want to say something? We should record more because you put me through this. If we just record one, then I have to be tortured for just one session. It's kind of a lot. All right. We'll record at least another one, but then I've got some book editing to do. Oh. So, hmm. so yeah, look, let's record another one, and then we'll schedule that one to go out. Okay. Who do you want to co-host the next one? Darshan, Little Jen? Um, I, we haven't seen Little Jen for a while. Okay, she's not mad at you anymore. She oh, thank so goodness. So we can talk about I'd hate that. to have two gens <laughs> at the same time. Oh. Whew, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> All right. Let's, well, um, why don't we wind this one up? Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Dashi. And thank you, listeners. Please like, share, subscribe, comment. Bye for now. Bye for now.